When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to France, home of the baguette, the garlic cheese chips, onion jewellery, mainly necklaces, and thief costumes. It is also home, or at least responsible, for the highest number of wolf attacks since recorded time started. It is also home to a place called Gaboudin, in the 18th century was decimated by a beast only known as Le Bet, the beast of Gavoudon. <gasps> Today on Sexy Beast, we are talking about this beast, the beast of Gavoudon. Play the music. Oh, you got that sexy beast. You're just so sexy. Are you a Loch Ness monster? Or are you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago? Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could uh, come at me with a Bigfoot dick and Loch Ness Monster pussy? Baby, baby, sexy beast. Hello there and welcome to Sexy Beasts, your foray into the menagerie of the unexplained. Every single podcast is devoted to a specific creature, cryptid or monster. We discuss its history, its merits and using our FEC feck analysis, we rate and review the beast against other creatures in our stacked premier crypt so that we end up with a total leaderboard that is absolutely blowing up at the top. We're kind of like an audio version of Cryptid Top Trumps. You can think of it that way. And be sure to listen all the way to the end because we're going to be closing out the show with Freak Encounters where we read your submitted stories about an encounter with something really weird. Sometimes a ghost, most oftentimes not these days. I am Tony Cantwell, winner of Goss.ie's Golden Areola for Titty Appreciation and my co-host as always, winner of the Golden Prick, Goss.ie as well for Cactus Grabber of the Year, Mark Jago. How the devil hey, are you? Hey, is that going to be around for a while, the Cactus Grabber? Yes. The, yeah, damn it. Um, I'm doing good, Tony. I love the beast of Gudevudan. I also love this beast. Um, but you know what I was actually thinking, actually, before before we jump straight into this beast, oh, yeah? which I know we want to fucking lay into and fucking... Lay, you want to lay, lay in general. <laughs> lay in general with a um, bit of housekeeping, because we haven't been in the studio for a while. Yeah. So we've now probably recovered from our... I mean, you could hear... <laughs> fucked we were at EDP. Uh, I was silent for the first 20 minutes of that whole show. (laughs) You were just like, and then just enjoying the ride, just sitting there as a a patron. Um, So we did the Yeti. We did the fucking Yeti. And we didn't even top Top up up the the final scores. And you know what? We really should have, because its final scores was 26. So that puts it. In joint first with the Kraken. Shy. We definitely were so, like, gave it mad scores. We did, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was just the whole the, the significance of the moment, like our first proper live Sexy Beast I show. I felt like with people that were there, they were lying there, they were hungover as well. Everyone was really nice. Everyone was really having a good time. Mm. It was like, I want to give these guys something big. Yeah. So how about you're privy to uh, a number one cryptid? 
which uh, we might have to we will probably we'll probably have to uh, edit that in the future but for the time being joint with the Kraken so it's crazy so you got Kraken Yeti Nandy Bear Chitori and Yowie so it is pretty stacked but you know what I I don't want to say scores I'm not saying scores but I think the Beast of Givoudon as certainly a level Are we of getting, like I've noticed a trend happening amongst ourselves that we tend to be given higher points now to creatures. I think we were more stingy at the start. I think we were quite stingy. I think stingy. fame's got to our heads. It has. We're just, here, here's loads of points. Shit frog. Shit big frog. <laughs> <laughs> the Loveland frog has a weird gait and it's very funny. Yeah, and the wizard has a, a fucking little wand that yeah, waves around. Yeah, a little magic wand. Um, but look, let us talk. So this is actually a bit of a weird one because mm. this is kind of like... Historical an, a, Historic This yeah. is an, an event based Most of our creatures we've done Have been multiples So like uh, Like Kappas mm-hmm. Or uh, Dubberkus There's multiple of them Like they're a, a species But this is Historic beast mm. Singular Sometimes uh, Described as singular And sometimes described as more than one So it is a bit of a new territory for ourselves And what's interesting about this one as well is Because I was looking at kind of things like where because it can really only I would only ever consider it a cryptid if it is its own kind of genus like it can't be radioactive because that's a weird version of a dog sorry chupacabra but a mangy (laughs) dog does not make it a chupacabra Um, so it kind of has to have its own thing so it's almost like I know we'll get into it we'll get into it later we'll get into it later on in the meantime we're still shiting on about this why don't you tell us you're at at a, a, a downtown party in Paris Paris City France, <laughs> Power City, France. You're in Power City, France, and uh, you're chat you're chatting the ear off someone. So let's hear it. What is the beast? Uh, bonjour, bonjour. Uh, je m'appelle Marc. Hello. Uh, have you ever heard of the beast of Gavudan? Um, no. Well, it was a giant man-eating dog slash wolf slash hyena. Um, that terrorised Gavoudan in France around 1764 to 1767. As large as a small calf, uh, a large wolf-like head with wide-set chest, razor-sharp canines. Um, it's said to be red in colour with uh, streaks of black along it. Oh, there was 210. This is She's freaked out now. I'm, Sacre bleu. Sac- sacred blue. She, there was 210 attacks in that oh, time no. frame. 113 died. 49 injuries and 98% of the victims or 98 of the victims were partially eaten you'll have to protect me uh. oh voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir you have ruined this now I was fine to you but you have ruined this now <laughs> you just sound like you have loads of phlegm in your throat I know there. I was trying well, to do the accent you- <laughs> on the way over here so how many what's the death toll Mark Jago the death toll was 113 that's the mm. highest. I think is that that's the highest death toll we've had on the show. That is staggeringly high, and not all kids. Wolves yeah. normally go for kids. Small, small people or kids. Small people or kids, yeah. ideally. Now this is insane because like uh, the history of this is pretty cool because it is one of the most, like the the whole government, like the Fran- the king of France at the time was mad into it as well and sent his the only working uh, uh, rifle that he had in his army like this specialist rifle that they all had in the whole country only one of them and he sent it down with his master huntsman Oof. so it's actually like fucking send your special agent down it's like great movies very very good movies also had a huge impact on the werewolf mythos um, mm. because there was a guy who claimed to kill it with a silver bullet and that influenced the silver bullets mm. used to kill werewolves and stuff 
So it's a combination, I think, as well. The 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 the, the guy who said who takes credit for ki- killing it. I mean, there's a few people who take credit for killing it, but yeah. before we get into that more into evidence, um, and, and made his own silver bullet. And also, I think his name was Argent, which is actually silver, which funnily enough, or no, the area was Argent, which I think is which silver. Because silver, so, there's like silver mines there. Silver so mines. Um, the, the first recorded attack was the summer of 1764. Mm. Um, a young milkmaid uh, saw the beast come at her um, and she was scared back, but she was saved by three charging bulls. Oh, so her bull saved her. This um, was the first attempted attack. Yeah, first attempted attack. The first kill was a fourteen-year-old that was killed by the village of Langon. Um, a group of lads, uh, a group. No, that's sorry, that's something completely different. Mm-hmm. A group of lads were actually surrounded. Uh, a group of lads were attacked by the beast, and they managed to fight it off. And King Louis the Fifteenth paid for the, all the boys' education. Because he was so proud of what they did, scaring the beast off. Oh wow, that's mental! Like that, the, the king was like, "Fuck these boys!" Fought off a giant beast. But imagine, like that is so salacious, mm. and not salacious is the right word, but it's such it's a very interesting thing to happen in your kingdom. Yeah, that all of a sudden, and for everyone to say, like, be linking these stories, this is the same beast that he's going to. I mean, it, it turned out, and overall, within the three years, a hundred kilometer radius, mm. you know, and then eventually the killings. Stopped. Just so stopped they definitely were, like, you know, there was a there was a couple of people who claimed they killed the beast, but um, like the bite marks from the 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 wounded weren't wide enough. It's a bit like the whole jaws thing. Like mm. oh, that's not our shark and stuff. And when they cut them open, the, there's no baby in the yeah, belly. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But um, that's like it's like Leo Radka like uh, paying for someone to go to DCU after they. They fight like a big giant beast down in Leitrim <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? I can just say I'm so proud of um, uh, the lad there fighting that beast and um, but let's like, pay for DCU or send him to IADT. We're not made of money. <laughs> yeah, I, um, <laughs> nothing against anyone who went to IADT. No, I did. Uh, right. Well, look, let's get into fighting because I think this is going to be the juiciest. F- mm. I'm not going to hype it up. Um, <laughs> but let's get into fighting. Oh, fighting. Uh, fighting. Fighting. I think this thing can fucking fight. I think it can fight as well. Now, listen, this is okay. the highest recorded attack toll, also the highest recorded death toll mm. as well. Um, so it people went to go hunt, like a hunting parties went out and shot at it. Mm-hmm. And apparently it shrugged off the bullets. So there is like, it, there is the, the argument that it could be just a big giant dog or whatever but the fact that like it shrugged off the bullets means it's fucking badass it's also massive and thick and armoured uh, in some capacity at least yeah. having a hide that's thick enough because there were because these guys when they were out looking for this beast I mean it killed what over 100 people 113 113 people everyone's scared I mean there was at one stage 10,000 troops sent out to try and look try for this and thing hunt this thing down try and, and try and do yeah. that thing where you you know you go to scouts and everyone has to line up and pick up all the rubbish by walking down <laughs> or to try and find a dead body or trying to find a dead body yeah search party search party yeah yours was less grim to mine be was honest. less grim <laughs> um, but yeah so there's you know 100,000 so they would have shot other wolves and other wolves were killed i mean in one day they killed 17 wolves yeah apparently this bullets, this was bullets. a huge impact on the ecological wolves and stuff like that so this led to a lot of um uh, a lot of wolves being killed, which led to the downfall of the wolves in uh, wolves in mainland Europe. Mm. Which, like, it's a great beast, but it's sort of shitty that they got rid of wolves in Europe and stuff. It is because uh, they were especially leaving um, poisoned carcasses around, yeah, to try and deter 
you know, or if you eat it, that hopefully finding, you know, dead wolf carcasses everywhere. But as well, like, let's talk about this thing, how this thing can fight, because the victims were often found undressed and usually beheaded. Yeah. So that's fucking big wolf, man. <laughs> big wolf, man. One, a, b- one bite. Uh, yeah, so a lot of victims were, uh, their their fleshy parts were attacked. So anuses, genitals, throats. Mm. Um, mm, sounds like my kind of weekend. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You cut that out, actually. No, that no, that's at all. That's at all. Um, <laughs> like, it doesn't have a lot of like magic behind it, but it just no. has pure animal instinct, pure animal rage, For which I fucking love. Pure primal. Yeah. And also, like, this thing, this thing can, I know, like, we're getting really, like, fanboy, and this thing is, I've killed a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to try and enjoy this a little bit less, mm. but, um, um, uh, like this thing attack would attack like multiple people a day, and the thing is as well, this thing was actually attacking with a mission. Like most people, most wolf deaths uh, are as a result of rabies. So a wolf bites you, doesn't usually kill you or mm-hmm. devour you. Um, you know, it bites you, and then two weeks later, you're dead of rabies. In fact, there was the Lorge Forest attacks. This is 1851. A single wolf, right? within a seven-hour period, traveled 45 kilometers through nine villages, biting 41 people, Jesus. 19 children, and 96 animals. And they all died? Uh, I think, I don't know if they all died. Um, I think, I I think, I think about 20 or something of the people did die, um, and a lot of the animals died, but they didn't necessarily, you know, they didn't really link it to rabies. Oh, so, so they were like, died someone overtime. could have died and not been recorded and stuff like that. Maybe not been recorded. Uh, Jago's fun fact of the day. Yes, please. Uh, the medical term for rabies is hydrophobia. Really? Which you think would be fear of water. You would think that. But it's not. It's rabies. Aquaphobia. Ah, yeah, maybe. Oh, I'm I'm afraid of Barbie girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am afraid of it. Whenever it comes on, man, fucking yeah, ruins, ruins my night. Let's go, Barbie. His, ah. his big mad bald head gave me nightmares when I was growing up. Yeah, Europe. Europe was very. You need to remember watching like some like, hey guys, it's me. Uh, you know what? You're here, uh, MTV Estonia. Like I would just look at that shit and be like, what the, what the fuck, fuck are they wearing? This? What the fuck is this? Like some mad plastic we haven't found yet in Ireland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I do remember watching uh, fucking what was it? Oh, what was that sex show that was on like Channel Four? Eurotrash. Eurotrash, yeah. And watching that, and they had the clearly overdub with like some guy from the north. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, that's not what they're saying at all. Well, I like to, I like to get the double Z's in because, you know, nice bit of crumpet. Um, but anyway, this wolf. <laughs> fighting. <laughs> fighting, yeah. Anyway, this wolf in seven hours, uh, whatever, had done that. Mm. But um, he didn't devour any of these things. So this is a wolf kind of working to a similar schedule. A couple of people in, in the same day. Mm. Not as prolific as this, as this chap. Um, and you know, actually devouring like hungry, big. Eating, yeah, a lot of wolf attacks, wolves attack, wolf attacks. Oh my god, are um, pretty opportunistic. Like they'll see, say, if like a child is left outside or something like that, mm. and they'll try and grab him in. But this is so. There's reports of a child getting attacked. Some a couple of villagers come up to try and save the child. The wolf turns on the villagers and fucks them up instead. Like fucking hell! Like imagine that. Just like you're like, oh, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this wolf, and this fucking giant thing comes over to you. Looking sexy with his big red and black streak body. Red and black streak body. Uh-huh. And also powerful enough that he could actually lift these victims away. Like yeah. a wolf a wolf is still just a big dog. I mean, you look I mean, it's bigger than a husky. You know, mm. you see people I remember walking through um, I think it was 
on Capel Street and I saw this guy running down with like 16 Huskies <laughs> like 8 in each hand sprinting down the road <laughs> and bigger you, than that yeah but you loved it though I, I would did. love to see that though yeah, yeah I um, they, oh, they shouldn't be uh, here, wolves though. actually look to they don't have a lot of muscle mass they're bigger but they don't have a lot of muscle mass so if they're ever doing a wolf for TV they'll always do like a mix between a husky and a wolf mm. just to make it look a bit more uh, menacing but this thing like picked up like full grown humans and dragged them away in seconds now there are reports that it was always accompanied by a smaller one which either protege protege yeah it could be a child or could be the female species or sorry it could be the male species hey don't want to be sexist don't want to be sexist mightn't assign gender to itself well I I did actually saw this YouTube video where there was a woman talking about um, uh, for some reason I get get recommended watching um, you know feminists being shut down you know, yeah. and my, uh, you know, just maybe from watching Joe Rogan or whatever, but it's like, you know, recommended video, feminist gets shut down. But I did actually watch this video of a, of a woman giving a lecture saying that, um, well, men traditionally are biologically taller. And then like a group of students just like getting up and walking out like, because in, in anger. But that's true, though. <laughs> yeah, but they were like, no, there's no difference. Like they were like, their whole thing was like, there's no difference. It is a complete construct altogether. You know, that's a to- that's something that we can get into, but we won't get into because this is about beasts here now. But we won't All right, so what are you gonna give it, my boy? Man, I mean, I I I'm giving this thing a ten, a ten. Yeah, there like at the end of the day, you drop it into the theater screams with a banshee or some a mythical beast, a uh, mythical creature, a uh, kappa. Like it's gonna it's gonna do well, but it will not win. I'm gonna I give it a nine. Fine, I'm gonna give it a nine. Okay. So uh, I will Did you refer to me? You fell into my trap, you foolish boy. Oh Haha <laughs> <laughs> This goes out the long haired comedians. Air quotation marks. The <laughs> 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 Only deeper if you're an idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> I hope you learned your lesson from this. No, we didn't. Eating someone's cold chips and getting thrown out because you're a dumb shit. Oh my god. This means that Tony is an idiot. The fur. Ha 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 ha. No curse in my raps. Ha ha. What's a plume? Who's the Isk? I'm the bitch of the week. <laughs> Oh my god. Now Tony, do you want to explain the chip story? I got kicked out of a <laughs> I got kicked out of a bar for eating someone's cold chips and I'm fucking livid. I'm still livid about it. <laughs> yeah, so he went around picking up people's cold chips after they'd finished and got kicked out of a bar. Look, in my defense, I was absolutely pissed. No, we went to we were doing a, a Christmas pub crawl in London and we went to a bar and everyone was up at the bar and then there was some chips on the table I was sitting in and I started eating them and they were cold. And I got kicked out. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I still can't believe that. Sorry, break four. <laughs> so, so Bro, you didn't make that on your own. Did Jordan make that? No. No, Jordan actually did. Yeah, he was. He, I recorded it in his house. So uh, thanks to Jordan, helped me record that. Also, Jordan thanks, from My Internet Diary. Yeah, a great podcast. You check it out. Um, yeah, so nine. We gave that a nine. You bloody mug. You mugged me right off. Mugged you right off. I, was, I have a ten on my sheet, but I gave it a nine. Just so. Oh, you... <laughs> Okay, now we're going to move on to... I th- also, I think that should be the, the, the regular defer jingle, so please send that on to me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. 
Evidence. Evidence. Did it even happen? Are we just talking out of our hoop? But what is the evidence, sir? I'm just writing something down. Very strong. Very, very strong. Like one of the strongest contenders. Like there's like the king of a country, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. highest mm-hmm. you can go, besides our Lord Jesus Christ, has <laughs> said that this thing existed. Like he gave uh, 300 livres, which is a type Livre. of currency. Livre. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Um, yeah, but the, he gave it for whoever killed the beast. And people, like, he sent his whole uh, squadron of dragoon, dragoons, which are like mounted cavalry, mm. uh, to find this beast. And apparently the leader was like, I almost shot it like 20 times, but stupid peasants got in my way. Mm. Ugh, classist. Well, apparently there was, so th- there was three guys essentially sent taken out taken given responsibility for this thing yeah and then i think the second guy i don't even know his name what was it oh yeah jean charles de ineval considered at the time the best wolf hunter in the world yeah he was the the, the lieutenant or like the the hunt master general of uh, louis the 15th wow he's the one, the guy who's given like that special rifle which was like the f- first fully automatic rifle it's called something it's, it was like a german type i have the name of it down here so mm. mad it's called like a i can't find it anyway yeah but no it's bother. a mad german noun um and this is like so this is just something that came up so um i mean something we can kind of talk about now we can talk a bit, a bit more of the history because then we can get maybe get into um, what it possibly is. Mm. Um, but I don't have more history. So, <laughs> the more history. So, yeah, as I said, the, the first attack started back in 1764. Um, there was an uptick of them. So, apparently, there was like a slow, so it was like two or three going on and then it's just like a spread across. So, people think there was a bit of hysteria about it. Mm. Um, but the fact is like there was... 200 and like 113 deaths from this thing like and people claimed it was pack of wolves um, but all wolves around the village were just slaughtered because they were so scared that this big giant beast mm. was going to come and attack it but they were used to wolves you know that's why they they said that this thing um, you know as I said before like they were used to wolves and they were kind of familiar with rabies mm. um, but they were sure that this thing didn't have rabies because it was digesting and eating so slowly you know the these things, so they were well used to wolves. wolves so yeah, for them to see these wolves, the people that were bitten as well did not develop symptoms of rabies as well. So they thought mm. that like there was this one singular creature. But uh, a lot of the sort of reports that um, the dragoons sort of gathered from the peasants all sort of correlated with each other. They said there was a big, large beast, brownish in nature. Um, wolves are usually not brown; they're sort of like a grey or maybe a black or sort of an albino at times. But the colouring was all wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of speculation on what it could be. Um, one of the biggest theories is it was just loads of packs of wolves. Because yeah. um, apparently um, during that rain, there was a bit of a drought. And uh, a lot of from the, lo- the local uh, fauna died off, which would cause the wolves to sort of go a bit vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't like that because... It's I don't like that. I don't like that. It's a bit boring. <laughs> Do you know yeah. I mean? Although, I don't know if you've ever seen those Russian super packs... Of 400 wolves sometimes. Jeez, 400? 400. How many wolves do you think recently. you could fight? Oh my God, not even a fucking baby. <laughs> not a cub. Not even a cub. Wolves, like, I've been thinking recently, like, uh, when we were doing the Yeti thing and I was like, trying to compare how we would fight a Yeti and then I was looking at even just a gorilla or a chimp. Yeah. 
it was one thing that stands out when I was reading about fighting animals. Like, is it like they're putting their all life or death? Exactly. In it, whereas I'll, I'd be like, I'm giving up. I want some toast or something. Exactly. But like I don't like they 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 actually know how to directly focus 100 percent of their survival instinct. We kind of don't. If anything, we've we're lost so, it. We're, we've lost it. We're so mollycoddled that if anything were to happen. You know, we'd probably be in that scene in the grey where you know the, the guy just stops walking and he's all like, "I just want the wolf to eat me." Yeah. You know, we just we could we could actually give up because we're so living in convenience. So even what know, size dog? Fox, what size size dog could you fight? Like, <laughs> I don't even think I could fight my Maz Bichon Frise. <laughs> like, I don't like I'm that if an actual like this thing is demented wants to kill you, I mean the whole thing is like just kick it, just keep kicking it in the mm. head. You know, I don't. Th- I think I could take on my uh, dachshund because when it goes upstairs, sometimes it loses the loose use of its legs because it's so long. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I'll be okay. Just like flops a, backwards. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Just <laughs> just fight it with the, with the higher ground. Yeah. I have the higher. I ground. have the higher ground. Um, uh, back to evidence here. Yeah. So there's another theory that there was a guy and his name. Wow. Was, I have all these names, but I can't remember why I always associate them with. Um, but basically, he had a giant red mastiff. Mm. And he lost it <laughs> in the forest, and people think it was the offspring of the giant red mastiff and a wolf. Is that possible? Um, dogs and wolves can have children, uh, hence mm. the husky and wolf yeah. creature. But the ma- I d- we're not too sure about what's going on with it. But the bullet thing was a bit interesting. They said that that way because f- do you ever see a boar, like a wild boar? Yes. Uh, their skin is slightly bulletproof. Um, obviously, if you shoot it with a gun, it's going to die. But mm. if it ricochets off it, it will cause a wound, but it can still keep going. Mm-hmm. And so people think that this massive hybrid was found by some man in the forest and given a boar skin coat. Yeah, I read that. I don't fully understand what that means. So someone literally just skinned a boar and put it over him. Fucking. But how did it keep it on? Uh, like a, It was like a coat. Like how did the little chihuahuas keep those little uh, juicy little f- pants on? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know I don't know yeah no they do wear those yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah probably like a lot of buckles and all L- yeah like like uh, straps and stuff mm. like that now the most interesting and this gets me fucking so hard like I'm too messing right now mm. like National Geographic uh, took the work of two naturologists uh, Powder and Fabre uh, not pronounced correctly obviously uh, and they announced that it it was probably an escaped young male line with the mohawk. With a mohawk. So I have, I have. This is Carl Hans Tack, uh, who's a biologist. I think he and he says, yeah, there is no reasonable doubt that the beast was a lion, namely a subadult male. The description of size, appearance, behavior, strength, it all fits together. The comparison of size with a bovine animal, flathead, reddish fur, dark line along the spine, occasionally dark lines along the spine uh, occurring in lions, spots on the sides appearing in young lion cubs. Uh, a body that becomes uh, conspicuously sturdier from the rear towards the front, a tail which appears to have a strangely thin uh, and tassel on the tail, enormous strength that's allowed the animal to carry off adult humans and to split human skulls as well, as well as jump 9 metres, 30 feet, which I still can't wrap my head around, uh, the use of a rough tongue to scrape tissue from the skulls. Jesus Christ, is that how fucking strong the tongue is like it yeah. takes skin off you so that's why the the, the, the skulls looked like they were polished um, and the roaring calls described as terrible barking and a paw print that was six inches claws during attack um, attacking big ungulates by jumping on their backs throttling victims that is killing by interrupting the airflow a uh, preference uh, for the open country 
so kind of pl- the plains rather than the forest. I do like that description, but then that description just makes this beast a a line. <laughs> so that sort of fucking ruins the whole sort of mythos and the sort. Well, this of, is just what one guy says, Mister um, Tack. Mister Tack. Well, this is the thing. Like, I mean, evidence is always going to be, you know. Even though we, I think we've have we, we given things evidences of ten because we can't because no we've never we've never given anything evidence over then over well actually I don't want to say because I don't want to I don't want to rig this but I mean obviously evidence of ten would have mm. to be yeah it's a dog or yeah we have it it's uh, you know an angler mm. fish and it's taken you know or whatever um, but this thing. It, the evidence here is like, did it happen? Did is one beast oh, yeah, so responsible? Oh, yeah, so it's like, is one beast things? responsible rather than is this is this a line? This is yeah. like a, a, did this happen? Well, obviously, it did happen. And I think that this is going to be a pretty strong evidence in my book. Tony, what's yours? Give it to me. Give, give me yours. Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, I gave it a 10. <gasps> you can't give it a 10. Why? I'm giving it, I've given it a 9. Okay, but you because if it's a ten, it, it happened. Okay, but a ten would have to be it happened, and it we know what it is. Okay, so because there is a bit of a cloud of doubt, I give it a nine. Really? So that means I defer to you. Actually, do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Because I mean, these are all cryptids. It wouldn't be a cryptid if you could have an evidence of ten. So, so do you think that evidence could never go above ten? Or no, it, like, yeah, it couldn't. Or couldn't go to ten. Sorry. Right, no, I th- oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. I think it can go to ten because these are cryptids, so it has to be the most probable of still being a cryptid. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they 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 have they have a body. Yeah. Like, when once they killed it, the attack stopped. You know. There ha- yeah. I sorry. I I smell what you're stepping in. Like uh, there has to be some sort of. They found a massive wolf. They killed its mate and they killed the cubs and it stopped. Yeah. So. But why do you think it stopped? Then this is a big part of the evidence. Because it killed this, because I, I believe, this is what I believe, I believe it was some sort of hybrid wolf dog. And maybe it was born a bit inbred. Yeah. And maybe attacked. Maybe it, maybe it was actually, its instincts were off. It's, it was inbred and it had like pure rage. like so. Could, be, could have had pure rage or it could have been, you know, most wolves are, are scared of humans. That's mm. why like the, the second biggest thing that's responsible for wolf attacks is kind of encroaching habitats where, people, where wolves get more used to humans and they're not scared of them yeah. anymore. Um. But these were all, all these wolves were scared. So for some reason, I feel like, and I'm still considering this a cryptid, there was a, an interbreeding and it gave birth to this creature. You a know? man fucked a wolf. A man fucked a wolf. And this thing came out. Uh, I will also, I will actually defer to you, Mark Jago. Uh, so give it a 10. And I will give it a 10. Haha. This goes out to long haired comedians. Air quotation marks. Haha. You only defer if you're an idiot. Oh my god. I hope you learned your lesson from this. No, we didn't. Eating someone's cold chips and getting thrown out cause you're a dumb shit. This means that Tony is an idiot. Defer. Ha ha, ha ha, no curse in my raps, ha ha. What's a plume? Who's the Isk? I'm the bitch of the week. <laughs> you are the bitch of the week. As you can tell, the last part was improvised. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything.
Um, also, also, if we ever at live show, Tony loves when you bring cold chips to the front of the stage. That's not my thing. That's his thing now. Even uh, a Tony comedy show, just bring him cold chips front of stage. He loves it. John, I actually have a video of someone confronting me over that from when I was pissed. <laughs> Do you actually? Yeah, I'll try get I'll try to get someone to send it to me. And we can put it in the end of the episode. Okay, so that's two nines. Oh my god! And now we move on to cool, baby. Cool, baby. <sighs> Is it because it's French? It's partially because it's French. A beast of Godovon. I love that. Like I love the beast idea. Beast of Godovon. Beast of Gavodon. Am I saying I'm saying it wrong? Beast of Gavodon. Um, I had a joke, and I was like, uh, more like Sacre Bleu than Sacre Bleu, but I actually like it, so I can't use it. What do you mean? Like Blug, like like Ugh. Sacre Sacre <laughs> Ugh. Sacre Ugh makes sense. Sacre Bleu and Sacre Bleu doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it does. Like Blug, like B L E U G H Bleu. I'd have to read it. Why don't you text it over to me? Yeah. Um, I think this thing is fucking mad cool. Yeah, I do think it's cool. I love the um, whole imagery of it. I love the idea of a big shaggy wolf uh, just doing what wolves do uh, in the kind of, you know, and, and going through France and getting King Louis the Fifteenth sending 10,000 dragoons after it. I don't, like, I don't know what King Louis the Fifteenth looked like, but in my head he has those big powdered wigs and mm. the little, like, uh, Spot on his face, little spot on his black space. Do you know what? Actually, there was something that the um, the fucking bishop of the area, right? Mm-hmm. I read this. Uh, he he really fueled the hysteria of this whole attack thing. So it would have been like maybe you know four or five people being attacked, and he says this is like this scourge was sent by God to punish men for their sins and women for their coquetry. Oh, what's coquetry mean? Uh, being like flirtatious nature. Oh. What a complete Maybe they just want a cocker tree. What? So anyway, so it's uh so yeah, I when I was younger I seen a movie called The Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yes. Uh based but loosely based on this story. It's about a hunter who comes with his Iroquois, uh, his like Native American friend back from America. Oh wow. And they're here to find and same sort of thing, it's it's religious. They wanted to undermine uh King Louis. Uh so it was made by this br- uh, religious brotherhood called the Brotherhood of Wolf, and if you, if you don't have a chance, check it out. It literally, when I was like fourteen year old, me was at home practicing all the fucking martial arts moves. Is this why your first tattoo was a wolf on your arm? Uh, no, I don't know why I got a wolf. I think it's the only thing the tattooed guy could draw. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to to really sell home how cool I think this is, I put together a little trailer. Oh. Um, this is Wes Anderson's The Beast of Gavoudon. Oh, nice. From the mind of Wes Anderson. Hey, Dad, where's Mom? She was mauled by the Beast of Gavoudon, son. Oh. Okay. What about Susan? She was also mauled by the Beast of Gavoudon. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna go hunt for the Beast of Gavoudon. Okay. Okay. Are you going to hunt the beast? Yeah. Will you be back? I don't know. Okay. Okay. With Bill Murray as the beast. Hey, kid, would you get me out of this trap? Hey, 
You're that beast. Oh, I want the fur. Give it away. Oh, hey. You killed my mom and over a hundred people. I guess I was just pretty lonely and really hungry. Oh. I'll be your friend. Okay. 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 I like that. It's very Wes Anderson. I can just picture uh, Bill Murray singing. Where's Hugh Jackman, though? Do you know who the kid is? Hugh Jackman! You jacked me off, man. Um, Yeah, I wasn't a fan of I Love Dogs. I... It was it's it was almost too, it was too Wes Anderson-y for yeah. me. Yeah, do you know what? That's spot on. I literally thought it was like a parody of a Wes Anderson yeah. movie. Um, it was like fucking talk normal. The two years. I liked the I just liked the whole imagery of it, but the fucking back and forth between them was like, like to have to have to have a, an an animated to have a you know stop animation film about dogs and for mm. it to be boring. Is, is, That's hard. Uh, Japanese dogs yeah. is beyond me. Post-apocalyptic Japanese dogs, and it's so boring. It's, the, I, oh, I can't. If I, I told you this, I was like, so I have a new movie. It's coming out. It's post-apocalyptic. Oh, Japanese. Oh, dogs. Oh. Yeah, literally every young boy would be fucking. And I'd be even more excited because Wes Anderson's a professional. Yeah, but um, but it just didn't pan out. Yeah, it didn't get my go. Um, anyway, <laughs> the Beast of Gavudon, however. This got all my goats. Oh, man. And 113 other people, too. <laughs> I'm sorry if any of their yeah, 350 ancestors years ago. lived and listened. Um, I think this is very cool. Is it the coolest? No. I'm going to tell you why. It's cool. But at the end of the day, it is just a large part of nature. You know what I mean? Mm. I had the same sort of theory with... Dubber Coo, cool, but it's a large R. Yeah. You know what I mean? Loveland Frog, cool. Big frog. Frog on its hind legs. You yeah. can't... Banshee has a bloody comb, screams at you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You can yeah, hear yeah, death, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to give this a high score, so I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I gave, it a, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I also will give it an 8. You! Tally them all up. Tally them all up. And Tally I'm... me banana. What's that? Did you ever hear the song? No. Nope. Oh, it's at the end. Uh, come, Mr. Tallyman. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. The Beast of Gavudan gets 24. 24? Mm. Mm. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. 998. No. No, I can't do math. Sorry. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep that in. <laughs> Fuck! 18 plus... It's 26! 26! It's at the top! <gasps> it's a top... Th- oh my god, we've got three in the top. <laughs> oh my god. What are we going to do? We need to change this up. Yeah. We need to change up our scoring. There might be a big shake-up coming pretty soon. There might be a big, big L shake-up coming. But in the off. meantime, this is 26. It's on top with the Kraken and the Yeti. I love I love the Beast of Gavudon. Yeah. Um... What do you prefer, though? Goose to get around? Yet, Yeti or Kraken? Um, I think the Yeti only got such a high score because of the moment we were in. No, I actually prefer the Yeti because I think I think the Yeti is... If... Well, part of the thing is we linked like those attacks that happened in Russia to the Yeti, which 100%, you know, that's not even pass. the same fucking yeah. 100 kilometers. 
Um, so there's no way it was. So that would probably bring it down a, a little bit. But I do love the Yeti. I love the fact that it's kind of like revered ape by the Nepalese people. Yeah. But anyway, we can we can revisit it again. Um, We're going to move on to now to our freak encounter. Freak encounter. No matter what they do. Freak encounters. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right. This freak encounter comes into us from Waza. Warren, thank you very much. Warren, friend of the show, sent this in. And, um, Check out his band, Let's Set Sail. Absolutely. Uh, oh, no, they're playing tomorrow. You, you'll have missed them. Hopefully you saw them last Friday. Anyway. <laughs> Don't ruin the recording <laughs> process. Yeah. So here we go. Freak encounter. Okay. Didn't wait for the drop. My friend Dar's ex-girlfriend's mom was getting the bus into town from Clontarf one day. She was sitting upstairs on the bus along the Clontarf Road near Castle Avenue while daydreaming, looking out the window as one does on the bus. She happened to set her eyes on a man waiting at the bus stop. He instantly looked up at her. She said he was... She said he had a kind of darkness about him but thought nothing of it. Went back to looking at the water, the dogs, the joggers. A while later... As the bus was pulling up to the Ainsley Bridge stop, she noticed the same man waiting to board the bus. She said there had been quite a lot of traffic and wondered if he had given up on the bus during the journey, decided to walk, but then got back on as he saw the traffic was clear for the rest of the way. It's the only explanation she could think of. Anyway, she eventually got off on Talbot Street and the man was nowhere to be seen downstairs. He must have got off earlier. During her day in town, she found herself on the south side in Stevens Green Shopping Centre. She went to Dunn's to get some groceries, but she said she never, which she said she never did before. When she was there downstairs, um, sorry, when she was there downstairs in the food section, she noticed the man coming down the escalator. She said she instantly felt a chill as she saw him, but of course, as she went back to her business, as you would. About ten minutes later, as she was looking at some items. She heard screams coming from about four aisles away. People started gathering towards the area and out of instinct she went over. There was a female Dunn's employee lying unconscious on the ground. As people gathered around her, she stepped back. She turned and the man was staring straight at her about four feet away. He said, I got her good. He turned to walk away and as he did, she noticed he had cloven feet. I need some more, more tune on this. She went to follow him around the aisle, but when she did, he was gone. Naturally, she was incredibly shaken by the whole experience, but she needed to find out if the lady in Dunn's was okay. Darren's girlfriend at the time brought her mom back into Dunn's about a week later to find out. Unfortunately, they were informed that the woman had passed away of a heart attack the day of the incident. Whoa. Oh! That's a bit creepy. I got her good. I got her good. What a shit thing for the devil to say, though. <laughs> I got her good. I got her good. Yeah. She'd be like... Um, Bazinga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll think of more devil puns for next week. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Mark Jago, have you got a bit of Francais? Something? Oui. Uh, a love or smoke and coughs 
are hard to hide. <laughs> Wait, what? what? No, no, just go. Well, just you get you're just so I don't know sexy. what the fuck you just Are said. You Why? Uh oh, you Bigfoot, cryptid, supernatural vampires, banshees, Tony and Jago. Oops, there's a Wendigo. Hey, 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 come on after me. Who the fuck said you could laugh at me, smack with me? With a Bigfoot dick, you could slap with me? Blasphemy. You could dare come at me with a Bigfoot dick, with a Loch Ness monster, pussy. Hey, baby, sexy beast. This has been my answer. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. This podcast is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.